Every spring and autumn, traders from across the globe converge on the southern Chinese city of Guangzhou for the China Import and Export Fair, popularly known as the Canton Fair. Since its inception nearly seven decades ago, the Canton Fair has become a microcosm of the overall economic and social progress China has been making. At the same time, it has offered an ideal platform for people from around the world to not just trade with one another, but also to interact, make friends, and deepen mutual understanding among themselves. Peppino Cocozza, an Italian-born Swedish businessman, is just one of a great number of traders who have not only benefited from the Canton Fair, but also have fallen in love with China through this trading event. In 1961, Kokodza set up a company in Sweden, which is mainly engaged in giftwares, toys, glasses and the ceramics business. Five years later, he had his first experience of China. I did it 1966 for the first time. I don't travel to China only for business. I like to know China history, the, the culture of the country. So very, very, very interesting. Kokodza's interest in China was ignited by The Travels of Marco Polo, a book which details the experience of the Venetian merchant and adventurer in 13th century China. Kokodza had read the book avidly. He was fascinated by the mysterious oriental civilization described by it and wanted to take a look with his own eyes. In the autumn of 1966, his dream came true as he traveled to China for the first time to participate in the Canton Fair. He spent a few thousand dollars buying products while he was there. More importantly, he had a rare glimpse of the country. Kokodza recalls that, at the time, there were no metro lines and few taxis in the city of Guangzhou. Five-star hotels were a rarity, and there were no private Chinese traders, only state traders. Since this first visit to China, Kokodza has come to the Canton Fair every year, and through his eyes, he has documented the dazzling economic and social changes occurring in the country as a result of the reform and opening up policy initiated in 1978. Kokodza says, starting from the 1980s, China entered an era of fast development. Restaurants and hotels conforming to international standards sprang up in Guangzhou. Also, products presented by Chinese traders at the Canton Fair began to multiply and flourish. In fact, the changes were due to China's economic growth and better organization by those running the Canton Fair and Chinese traders taking part. Mei Haolin, a former deputy general manager of the China National Machinery Import and Export Corporation, recalls, we presented the same kind of products being sold at the Canton Fair in the same place, and our products became nuanced. For example, we asked all the Chinese companies trading the same kind of tools to exhibit them in a line of booths. This way of exhibition could better help foreign traders easily select and buy things. In 1998, private traders from China began to appear in the Canton Fair after the Chinese government allowed such companies to engage in foreign trade. Along with policy changes in foreign trade, the country has also moved up the value chain with machinery and electrical products 
and other manufactured goods dominating China's exports at the Canton Fair since 1999. In 2010, China became the world's second largest economy. New designs, new products and greater business opportunities. The sustained progress made by Chinese manufacturers and traders have, since then, drawn an increasing number of business people to come to China and, of course, the Canton Fair. For Kokodza, what he witnessed at the fair has been impressive. I can see every year the quality is improving. So the Chinese are very clever and hard-working people. That's why they are successful. He says that every year he can see brand new products from China exhibited at the Canton Fair. And the products made by Chinese factories cover almost all kinds of sectors, from daily consumer goods to industrial equipment. Taking Kokodsa's company as an example, China-made goods only comprised a small fraction of its business when he first came to the Canton Fair in 1966. But now, the proportion exceeds 90%. See, how much this one? Once, when asked why he was so fond of the Canton Fair, Kokodsa replied that it was his faith in the ingenuity of the Chinese people that kept him coming back to the fair over and over again. In addition to visiting the Canton Fair, Kokodsa has traveled across China, mingling with ordinary Chinese people, and has immersed himself in the distinct cultures of different regions. His deep love for the country can never be overemphasized. He says he has a Chinese heart. I love China for its culture, its uh, history, and not least the people. In 1966, when he first came to China, Kokodza was young and energetic, just 27 years old. Now at 84 years old, physically he is no longer young and nimble. But in his heart, he is still sprightly and passionate. Though time flies, his love and expectation for China remains. I expect a great future, of course. Yes, it's improving all the time. With that, we conclude this edition of Footprints. Thanks for listening. I'm Bob Jones. If you're interested in hearing more about the lives of ordinary people in China, follow us on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Just key in Footprints and you can find more stories anytime, anywhere. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.